0: All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend. Happy Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Tuesday. And hopefully you listened to my interview with Dr. Jason Fung. been wanting to get him on the podcast for a while and really learned about Dr. Jason Fung when he came out with Obesity Code in 2016. And that sort of led me down my journey of fasting and helping clients with it Um, also my interview with Rita Spivak, if you want to listen to a testimonial regarding fasting and she, she was a client of mine back in the day and got me interested as well. So either way, Dr. Jason Fung was a great interview. It was so nice to have him on and, um, definitely worth checking that out. Um, if, if you're listening to my podcast, definitely keep an eye on the lineup. I have coming up as far as interviews, got a a lot of great doctors, who have gone from mainstream to finding out the root cause and sharing it to the world. So keep an eye out on the podcast because I got a great lineup coming up. Um, but before I get into that, let's talk about what not to eat when doing intermittent fasting. Now, this is this could be what not to eat in general, I would say. The, granted, this probably doesn't hit everything, but I'm going to just touch on sometimes when you focus on what not to eat, um, it's, it makes things simple and easy, and then you can focus on things that you should be eating, um, which we talk a lot about, but what should we avoid? Well, we should avoid, I'm going to talk about four items and I'll go a little bit more into detail regarding them. Number one is avoiding refined carbs. Um, refined carbs are everywhere. If you think it's whole grain and, and it's commercial whole grain, it's not, it's refined. Um, I know it's sort of a sad thing. You, there are alternatives if you really want to do bread, but if you can avoid bread, um, most of like 95% of the time, that would be a great way to go. Um, I prefer not to eat bread at all. Uh, but there are sources of bread that are a little bit better. Um, something called Ezekiel bread, which is in the frozen aisle, um, is an alternative. If you really want to add some bread into your, into your life. And another alternative is making your own. Um I know a lot of people love doing that. Ben Greenfield talks about making his own sourdough bread. So either make your own or find a really, really high quality one um, like Ezekiel bread that you that you could have from time to time. But I just think keep it easy. Avoid bread, avoid pastries, avoid um, anything that's refined in a sense, cakes, candy, obviously. Um, these can promote inflammation and pre-diabetes and get you on this roller coaster of insulin and um, glucose that we want to avoid. And the problem, I think a lot of times with refined carbs is if you think about a lot of breakfast foods, you know, this, these are things that people are eating right off the bat. And granted, when, when you eat something in the morning, let's just say at 10 o'clock, hopefully not right. When you get up, we we always talk about, I always talk about that, but let's say two hours later you get, and you have pancakes and um, a muffin, but you know, The thing about it is your body can handle carbs probably better in the morning than it can later on in the day because you're more insulin sensitive, but essentially you're starting your day off with something that's so refined that your insulin levels are just going to be on a roller coaster for the rest of the day. And it's going to cause fatigue and burnout. I don't know about you, but if I got up and I had pancakes, I'd be about an hour, two hours later, I'd be sleeping. <laughs> so I want to try to avoid that. I guess if you're going to, if you really want to have a treat and it, maybe it's your birthday, have it a little bit later in the day when you don't have to focus on anything, but either way, avoiding it all makes it easy because you won't get on that sort of insulin blood sugar uh, roller coaster that we want to avoid. Um, so avoiding refined carbs is number one. Number two is sugar, right? Sugars in a lot of things. I actually have a bunch of interviews coming up. Like I talked about Uh, Dr. Robert Lustig. We'll talk about that. He wrote this book called Metabolical that'll be out in a couple of weeks. I got Dr. William Davis coming on Dr. Richard Johnson, who talks about fructose a lot in his book, which I'm reading right now, nature wants us to be fat um, and how fructose can really play a role in uric acid levels, which could eventually cause um, a lot of issues. But one of them, obviously that's most known is gout. Um, so you want to keep an eye out for those interviews, but avoiding sugar as much as possible, because it's really added to almost everything you could imagine. Um, even healthy meal replacements or these low carb bars that you're seeing everywhere, keep an eye out for that added sugar and try to avoid that as much as possible. You know, we talk about fruit, fruit in moderation is fine. That has fructose. I know it does have, um, that's the main sugar that's in fruit. But if you could have the berries from time to time, that is fine. I think the issue then, and you're going to hear about it in my interviews is when you're drinking sugar. So if you're someone who loves drinking Coke or loves fruit juices, just cut those out and that can go a long way. Number three, trans fats, veggie oils. I mean, um, I'm sure you're hearing this a lot as well. Vegetable oils, um, has just been tied to almost every food. So if you go down the aisle, just, just for the hell of it, look at the labels and you're going to see it in almost everything. And I talk about it a little bit on my last micro podcast, where I talked about omega-3s versus omega-6 and omega-6s is is pretty much vegetable oils for the most part. Um, The problem is not even though the fact that um, omega-6s are you know, you want some in your diet, but the the, the problem that I talk about is these vegetable oils, when you heat them, they're highly inflammatory and they become oxidized. Okay. And that can help raise, um, you know, that can help raise bad cholesterol. And when I say bowel crusher, I don't mean just LDL because LDL actually can be protective and not necessarily be bad. It's the small particle LDL that you got to watch out for. Um, and so you just got to be careful with these vegetable oils, I wouldn't be cooking in canola oil or sunflower oil, cooking coconut oil or avocado oil or ghee or butter, um, and avoid these vegetable oils. I mean, you know, if you're going out to eat all the time, and I talk about this they're cooking in vegetable oils. So if you eat out a lot, you know, maybe ask them what they're cooking in and ask them to replace it with something else, butter or ghee. Um, And if you are going out, that means when you're at home and you're eating, make sure you don't cook in it for sure. So that's number three. Um, Number four, artificial sweeteners question that gets asked a lot is, you know, what about these artificial sweeteners? I think they've become on the market because these companies are realizing that, oh, well, I, you know, if I put sugar, everyone's going to avoid it. But some of these artificial sweeteners could actually be, I think could actually be worse. Um, I don't know. It, that's, that's a toss up, right? I mean, we don't want to be having all these sugars in our diets, but then you got artificial sweeteners that are added. It just confuses everyone. So if you can avoid, I'm going to give you my, the, the top five to avoid. Um, that way you can just stick to that list and, you know, and that'll keep it, you know, simplify it for you. Number one, aspartame. Aspartame is in uh, most notably diet, a lot of Diet Cokes, but also it could be an equal or NutraSweet. Um, it's in over 6,000 consumer foods and drinks. And I didn't even know this, over 500 prescription drugs and over-the-counter meds. Um, aspartame is in. So we want to avoid that as as much as possible. Um, If you're having headaches and migraines and dizziness and maybe mood disorders, and you're having a lot of aspartame in your diet, perhaps you should be cutting that out. Number two, to avoid sucralose, this is in Splenda uh, most notably. Um, But there was actually a human and rodent study that demonstrated that sucralose may actually alter your glucose and um, insulin. And so a lot of times with these artificial sweeteners, you know, the, the manufacturers will be like, oh, it's not going to affect your blood sugar. And some of them don't, which is positive, And it's not going to spike your insulin and blood sugar, but it can cause other issues. <laughs> so it's not really a, it's, it's sort of a, I guess it's a win lose, right? Maybe you're not getting that spike in blood sugar that you would get from um, just normal table sugar, but you got to keep an eye out for some of the other things. And some of the studies that are done on, on aspartame and sucralose. Um, another one is aceta sulfame K, um, also shortened ACE, a- ACEK. This could be in, um, this could be in a lot of things. It could be in, it's like sweet and safe is, is a, it could be in beverages. It could be in candies. Um, but look out for that. I always say, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. <laughs> so I can't even pronounce some of these. Um, another one is sect saccharin, um, that was in sweet and low like in the seventies. Um, but it's been linked to bladder cancer. Um, and, and, but they're putting it in everything. This is a sweetener. That's been in like child's medications, chewable aspirin cost syrups over the counter meds. So these prescription meds are, are putting these sweeteners in and, and the problem is this could cause other issues. Um, so lastly on the list is xylitol, you know, xylitol, um, I think when it first came out, people really thought it was like the end all, but um, these sugar alcohols, I won't even just say xylitol, erythritol, maltitol, mannitol, sorbitol, I guess if it ends in a TOL, you should probably avoid it. Sugar alcohols um, are put in a lot of things. Like I was just looking at this like keto ice cream, just seeing what was in it. Um, and if I'm going to have ice cream, which I really don't rarely, I just want milk and cream, just the basics, right? but it's sweetened with like so much of these sugar alcohols. I've noticed if I do have sugar alcohols, which I don't really anymore, bloating, gas, cramping, diarrhea. So all in all, let's avoid these sugar alcohols as much as possible. Um, I know I went on a tangent with, 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 sh- uh, these artificial sweeteners, but I think they're being used more and more and we should just find a way to avoid them. And you're probably saying, well, what, what, what should we look for that some foods could be sweetened with that might be okay. You know, raw honey, I would say, you know, the raw honey, there are a lot of benefits with enzymes, antioxidants, iron, zinc, potassium, calcium, um, that raw honey has. We got to get the quality, the darker, the honey, the richer, the flavor, the greater, the nutrient benefits commercial honey is not good. So, um, you could drizzle it onto things if you want from time to time and use that as a sweetener. You know, Stevia is not so bad, even dates, um, coconut sugar, uh, monk fruit. So these are some alternatives that you can use. Um, and you're, you're seeing, you're seeing Stevie in a lot and it's, it's, you know, it, it has some validity, you know, I think that it's, it's, um, it's a lot better than those sugar alcohols that you're seeing like erythritol and the ones that I mentioned as well. So, um, dates are also used a lot as well. Now, a lot of these, like, for example, dates can cause a little bit of a, a, you know, a a high glycemic index or glycemic load. So you don't want to overdo it with these, but these are better than, than using the, um, the list that I mentioned to you before with aspartame and sucralose and things like this. Um, Coconut sugar, again, this could be used in recipes, I would say, if you're, if you're making things. So those are some options. Um, as far as sweeteners and that's the list I wanted to give you today, as far as foods that you should avoid refined carbs, sugar, trans fats slash vegetable oils, which are in almost everything. So just make sure you read labels, um, and artificial sweeteners. So make it your job to avoid those, not a job, but it's your health and find some substitutes. If you got questions, you can email me. Brian at briangrin.com. And hopefully that'll help you out. Remember, if you want to get into fasting, have some guide, you start eating clean, and then you can start getting into some fasting. Avoid snacking is a good way to start. So anyways, hope you enjoyed. have a great rest of the week and look out for the interview on Friday. You're going to love it. Um, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine. And I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.